Welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast, the weekly podcast about video games with news, reviews, analysis, and opinion. Keeping you up to date on how to wisely spend your money for video games, movies, RPGs, comics, books, and more for over 16 years. Find us online at gamersledge.com. And now, your hosts. Hello and welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast. I am one of your hosts. Uh, my name is Balth. I'm joined by Neo Sapien. Howdy. And Trial Access. Thanks for the invite. Hey, no problem. Well, before we uh, get started and talk a little about and introduce you to ourselves, uh, this actually isn't the first time we've done this show. Uh, we actually, Neo Sapien and I started the show seven years ago. Uh, we're very old. Uh, but due to time constraints and real life, we just got caught up and ended the show, took a hiatus for several years and we're back. So, uh, especially the thought this was a good time since the big announcement is coming up this week from Sony, uh, which we're pretty sure is all, uh, all pretty sure that it is the PS4 announcement. But, um, to give you a little bit of background on all three of us, uh, why don't we have everybody introduce themselves? Uh, Neo Sapien, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, I am a husband, father, and uh, all-around gamer. Uh, I've been playing games oh, about as long as I can uh, remember. Didn't uh, owned my first system. I owned was a uh, NES. Uh, then skipped a generation and went in bed to uh, PS One. During that those dark years, I was actually PC gaming. So I uh, got a bit of that in my background too. Uh, have currently I'm on uh, PS3, PS Vita, PSP, uh, very little bit on the Wii and even less on PC. So uh, generally uh, I'm playing uh, RPGs or action uh, platform style games. So anything in the thread of like uh, 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 Sly Cooper, Ratchet and Clank or all the way up through like uh, Infamous. And uh, I'm very glad to be back. Happy to be back. Good to be doing this again. And uh, yeah, we got a lot of exciting news coming up. So should be an interesting time. It most definitely should. Um, trial Access, you're the, the, the baby face, the up and comer, the new guy. Why don't uh, you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> um, I guess I'm, I'm what you'd call a casual gamer. Um, I'm, I'm on the constant lookout for games that I can play with the family. Um, so that's typically what I'm picking up and playing. Um, I started out as a PC gamer. And um, even then, mostly role-playing games and that kind of stuff. Um, I can be found on PS3, Xbox 360, and it, like I just said, PC. Um, and I've played a, a wide swath of MMOs. Um, right now I'm playing DCUO on the PS3. And um, I prefer, typically I prefer pen and paper games um, versus computer games. So that's in the future, that's where most probably my articles are going to be coming from. Um, currently I'm playing Neverwinter Nights 2 because of the the announcement for the MMO, um, Portal 2 and Skyrim. And I'm looking forward to playing Walking Dead and Shadowrun when it comes out. Hopefully Skyrim doesn't take you as long as it did me. I basically devoted a year of my life to that game. <laughs> I, I just found out that you can fight dragons. So I think I'm, I'm going to have a, a few a few months ahead of me. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not uh, trying to give you a grim outlook on life there, but uh, I was level 25 before I even did the first quest. For the stories. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah. 
<clears throat> I literally was like, ooh, shiny. Ooh, what's this? <laughs> ooh, I can walk over here. Ooh, something to grab out of the air and eat. What is that? What is this? I started, I turned into Jack Skellington from, uh, from Nightmare Before Nightmare Christmas. Before Christmas, yeah. What's this? What's this? Um, no, I'm, I'm talking about what you were playing there just for a second. I'm kind of excited. Well, you will give me the, the update on Neverwinter Nights 2 because I, I'll not be able to play it. Um, but yes, I, I'm kind of interested to see what, how they do with that uh, as well. Um, actually, since since uh, trial skipped ahead, why don't Neil? Why why don't you talk about what you're playing as well? Uh, sure. I uh, I just finished up. Well, Skyrim not too terribly long ago. I didn't really finish. I just kind of completed all the trophies and quit playing. Uh, <laughs> Wait, you platinumed it? I platinumed it. Yeah. Holy cow! Grats, dude. Good. Thanks. Uh, of course, now I just today looked at it and said, Platinum 69%. I'm like, what the heck? Oh, they added all the Dragonborn trophies in. Sad panda. Um, it's more recently, I just, like last night, finished uh, Uncharted Golden Abyss for the Vita. Uh, my first Uncharted actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, it's a little repetitive, and I haven't played any of the other Uncharted, any of the PS3 Uncharted, so I can't really compare it, but... Uh, it was a really good, really well put together game, and just looked amazing. Uh, finished off uh, Transformers: Fall of Cybertron. Uh, technically, I also just finished off War for Cybertron too, but I only had like a level left on that, and then I jumped straight into uh, Fall of Cybertron. And right now, I'm playing uh, Bioshock 2, courtesy of the uh, PSN Instant Game Collection. Uh, Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus from the uh, HD remake and Jetpack Joyride on the Vita, which is like a guilty pleasure that will suck hours and hours and hours out of my life if I don't watch it. Uh, I've not played that. Is it any good? Really? It, it is. It's um, it, it's in the, the Cabalt style of you got to keep running and keep running and keep running, except you have this jetpack. And it's got all kinds of uh, gear that you can buy and upgrade and uh, little collectible vehicles you can get into. Um, it just really takes the whole theory of the gotta keep running game and adds a bunch of gotta have it all aspect to it. Awesome. Well, that leaves me and I am a uh, professional who travels for work. Uh, I, I, have a PS3, uh, 360 with Connect. Uh, I have a Vita, and I'm a brand new Wii U owner. Uh, my fiance owns a 3DS XL, and I am an MMO player who has no time to play MMOs. Uh, I have both Mac and PC uh, gaming background, and uh, lately I've been playing Borderlands 2, although I haven't gotten very far on it. Uh, most of my time has been going to Nino Kuni, which is a uh, RPG. Uh, JRPG on the PS3. I hate you. Um, yeah, it's great. Um, Persona 4 Golden Edition on the Vita. Just finished that. Uh, I'm debating whether or not to go back and actually try and platinum it because it was a phenomenal game. Uh, I, I was very proud and f happy when I finished it. I'm just not sure I'm, I'm that dedicated to go back for another 72 hours to platinum it out again. Um been playing a lot of Burnout Paradise, believe it or not. I'm sorry, I'm just that is one of my guilty pleasures. Um, Lego Batman 2 just finished that up. Uh, been playing a lot of PlayStation All Stars, uh, SSX, and Skylanders, uh, which is something that my fiance and I are both into. 
Uh, usually my types of games that you'll catch me playing are JRPGs, uh, anything that would be considered work instead of gaming, um, in game form, and uh, racing, fighting, things of that nature. So that's that. Uh, so we've done with the introductions. We've kind of talked a little bit about what. Oh, uh, oh wait, I, see, I was going to add in. Uh, yeah, know, go since, ahead. since you both went on with your MMO comments, I, I had to add that I basically hate MMOs, but <laughs> still I'm prone to play them from time to time. So. Well, see, uh, Trial Access can attest to the fact that I play DCUO with Trial Access once upon a time when and it came out. It's, it's free now, so you can come back anytime <laughs> you want there, bro. Yeah, and what we also have the uh, lifetime subscription to Star Trek uh, online. Which, yep, and I've been, I've been looking into that every once in a while. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. And then, of course, uh, we all have Guild Wars, which, uh, yeah. Which I, I love. Like, I do love Guild Wars. It just, man, just there's no time. I that's I'm right there with you. Uh, Guild Wars two, probably my f- most excited game that I that or the game I was most excited about that came out last year. And I have I took a week off of work to play it, uh, play my brains out on it, and then I've not really touched it since then. Um, but you can always you can always go back to that one too. So yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's free. And it's gorgeous. It is. It's. I, I think it's literally one of my games of last year. I think it was just great writing, great evolution to the MMO um, development. The fact that you're constantly gaining levels, gain a level every 1.5 hours is what it breaks down to. Uh, if you're playing the story mode, um, you can solo it. You can not solo it. Uh, great world versus world PvP, and I'm not a PvP fan. Uh, just lots of different things to do. You can play the game a lot of different ways. I can't say enough about it. Is there any? And, and, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, and I know I I read something about this, and I can't credit it because I don't remember where I read it. But this is not my idea. But I agree with it one thousand percent. The thing about that game that really shifted uh, the fun level for me personally, travel. Travel is so easy in that game. Yeah. It, 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 you can just go anywhere. You just go wherever you want to with minimal effort. Well, for me, one of the things that really hooked me on it was the fact that you weren't pressing an attack button and then just standing there. You have to move around the battlefield. Right. You have yeah. to dodge. You have to, you know, it, it. it's not got some of the intricacies of like combination. Well, it, combination attacks are in the game. So, you know, that's pretty interesting. If I put up a wall of fire and you shoot arrows through it, suddenly you have flaming arrows. That's pretty doggone cool. Uh, but, yeah, we should probably not digress too much farther into Guild Wars 2. Otherwise, this will be the Guild Wars 2 podcast. Uh, and they have a couple of those. Um, it, was there anything you wanted to add to that list of any of those games that we talked about or any other games that has been on your radar screen? Um, just... Looking forward to Walking Dead. Um, it's it's after the fact now, but it's uh, I've been reading up on it. It looks really good. Yeah, and we'll be doing a review uh, on both video format and uh, here on the podcast coming up of Walking Dead for those that haven't uh, played it. Spoiler-free. Everything on the site is spoiler-free. Um, also wanted to talk about one last thing before we head down the next bullet point on the list of stuff to talk about. Uh, just did the, the math today. I did you know Gamers Ledge has been up for 17 years? Holy cow. I'm freaking old. 
that's just like, call you like, old that's man like, ball like, from now on. Cell phones were the size of a truck back then. <laughs> they they were, and I had one. That's the messed up part. It was called a bag phone, and I had one. Yeah, oh, very... bad memories, bad memories. <laughs> that you can't erase. Um, so let's get into the meat of today. Uh, main reason we're doing this podcast now. Uh, generally, we'll probably put them out in the middle of the week, but uh, reason we're doing this now is because we wanted to get ahead of the announcement. Uh, Sony's doing a conference on the 20th. And the big question is that they're saying it's the future of PlayStation. The big question is, is it the PS4? Um, I think it has to be. What What do you guys think? Yeah, I don't, I don't see what else it could be um, unless they're announcing, you know, a merger with somebody that's the only other thing it could be is if it's some and that stuff's almost impossible to keep secret so i can't imagine it can be anything other than a new hardware announcement whatever they call it uh if it, the only other thing like i said i could think of it be as if it's a merger of some type but those things there's all kinds of paperwork and stuff i don't think that have been able to be kept secret so trial access i think we're i think we're going to see the first announcement for uh robots Yep. <laughs> you know, Sony's got their fingers in a lot of pies. Blade Runner, that's all I have to say, Blade Runner. <laughs> you, you know, more Cybermen. You know, I hate to hate to burst your bubble there, Trial Access, but they actually did announce at CES uh, they showed uh, robots dancing to Gungam style. Gungam style. So, just so, FYI. Just I'm going to go ahead and hang up now. <laughs> <laughs> and fortify yourself into your bunker with your food. I, live on this planet anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I agree. I think it's got to be the PS4. Um, they've been building this hype machine now for a couple weeks, and uh, considering they were late to the console party last time, and it basically put them in number two position, well, that and the fact that you should get a second job and pay 600 bucks for a console, which I bought two of them on launch day. <laughs> Hooray, I'm smart. Um <laughs> You know, I think I think this is we're far enough into the life cycle that I think it has to be the PS4, um, and we'll talk about some other things that I think are going to extend the PS3's life, obviously. Um, but the alleged specs flo- floating around right now: uh, four dual-core AMD processors, which means eight cores total, uh, eight gigs of RAM, uh, 2.2 gigs of video RAM. Uh, 160 gigabyte hard drive, which I thought at first glance was doubtful, considering I took my original PS3 and yanked out the hard drive and put in a 375 gig drive, and I'm still borderline full. Um, A redesigned controller, which we'll get to in a little bit, and auto-recording of the last 15 minutes of play with a share button to uh, insta-publish it to YouTube or other social outlets. Um... What, what do you guys hey, think? More oversharing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what What do you think about the specs and the rumored specs? Uh, what do you think about the uh, sharing aspect? Well, I think I made my views pretty clear on the sharing aspect already. Um, uh, but as far as the tech specs go, yeah, barring something really bizarre, I can't see going 160 gig. That just doesn't seem to fly on the hard drive. Uh, again, barring some other things that we've got to talk about later that I don't want to spoiler yet. 
Uh, separating the system and the video RAM, that's a good call. Um, they did some RAM consolidation on this last system that ended up causing them problems. Eight gigs of RAM. Again, this is a constant angst of mine is I don't understand with as relatively inexpensive as RAM is why they don't just spam the box with like 20 gigs. Just just put it in there. That way you're you're covering your bases for whatever can come 10 years down the road. Personal opinion, I would pay a little bit more for the box if it had just a good jingless huge size of RAM in it. Now, the processors is where it gets interesting because this has implications. Um, obviously, it would be cheaper for them to go with a commercially available processor. Uh, eight cores, yeah, sure, that that could go either way. I mean, it's really about how you use them, right? Yeah. So it comes down to their development suite, how easy they make it to multi-thread. Um, and and how they can get get the features of the OS unlocked early rather than the typical cycle where it's not till the end where they're really digging deep on it. Uh, so as far as the specs go, I guess and that's where that's where I'm sitting at. So trial access with four dual core AMDs. Obviously, they're abandoning the cell technology from the la from the PS3, its last processor, the cell chips. That. And according to what we've heard from different conference calls from, say, like EA's uh, marketing pers personnel, things of that nature, it's not looking good for backwards compatibility. Uh, it, what do you think about that aspect of it? Are you happy about that or, or do you not care? So it, it's, that's a really good question. Um, when I was originally looking at the PS3 and it was coming out um, and I wasn't going to be purchasing the PS3, if you recall, um, I do. Day. Um, I'm, I'm a fan of the, the older PlayStation models, don't get me wrong, um, and I'm a fan of those older games. And once I had found out that the PS3 in the beginning um, had some backwards compatibility, I was, I was happier because I like the, the option to play new games, but I like to be able to go into the past and do that. That being said, um, Sony has done a fairly decent job of of making older games available through downloaded content or upgraded graphic versions. So, I mean, really, it's going to come down to is, is it going to matter that you're not going to be able to play your limited edition PS1 Chrono Trigger Final Fantasy VII copy versus buying it for 15 bucks off the PSN? Um, because I think that when they step this up again... I think that they're just going to keep releasing more and more of those older games, just like the Wii did with their with their Wii Store. Um, speaking to the the actual statistics, um, I I actually see a 160 gig gig hard drive as a re, as a reality in the same way that I see eight gigs of RAM as a reality. Um, they could have stepped it up, and for all I know, I, and I'm later on I'll I'll put more attachments back and forth, but I see this as going more of the direction and focus point of the 360, trying to point towards the people who use the 360 for certain things. I do like that they stepped up the video RAM, um, which will help in a lot of different ways, um, and especially that I know many people that use their PS3 
as a gaming system, but more as an entertainment system, which is what I do. I use mine as a media box. Um, I replaced my hard drive in my old fatty PS3 with a one terabyte, and I'm about 75% full because I put TV shows on there. And then I watch my um, streaming as well. So I think that they're going to be stepping more towards that direction, knowing that that so many people use the box for that as well. Oh, yeah. If I put the TV shows that I watched through the PS3 on the PS3, I would be deleting stuff daily. I've got an external for that. Yeah, well, I've got – and that's what I'm saying. I've got all of Star Trek, like from the original series all the way up through Voyager and um, a bunch of a bunch of series like that um, on the PS3 as files. Um, and I watch them – a lot and and it's the one problem i have is the amount of time it takes to load those media files and get them started um and so i'm hoping that that, that'll be that'll be fixed but back to the original question um i i don't think originally i was it it upsets me that they may not be as backwards compatible but in the long run i think that they'll still make their customers happy by making a lot of these older games available online so what I'll, i'll tell both of you what i'm happy about with this announcement is it's one simple thing, and that is we've seen the released leaked specs for the Durango for the Xbox 720. It's the exact same architecture. I mean, literally down to the penny. It's four dual-core AMD processors, and regardless of what the rest of the specs are, here's why I'm happy. We will no longer have inferior ports of third-party games. Neil... Have you played games that played worse on the PS3 than they did on the 360? Well, uh, allegedly, granted, yeah. I don't have a 360, but uh, there there have been times where things just didn't seem right, and and many times the the accusation is the they were basically built for 360 or PC and 360 ported it to PS3, and yeah, it just didn't quite work as well as it should have. So I think this is going to separate the the men from the boys, if you will, in that, you know, there's not going to be a place to hide. You know, you, you build a crappy game for the Sony platform, you built a crappy game for the Sony platform. Not yeah, because the, the 360 development process should be nearly identical. So I, I'm interested on that side of it. Um, the the hard drive, I, I get what you're saying, uh, trial access. I... I Sony has been horrible in the past about making 5 million different SKUs. Uh, You know, let's release a new different PlayStation today. And this one's going to have 240 gigabyte hard drive. And that's the only thing that's different. Yeah, so I I see that maybe this might be the specs for the launch model. I think there's some other things that play into that too. Uh, And let's let's talk about that controller first. Um, In the show notes right now on your screen, you'll see a picture uh, if you're watching on a a cell phone or other type of uh, smart device. You'll see a picture of the uh, controller prototype that's been uh, released to the wild. Several different outlets have confirmed that this is indeed a... Uh, prototype controller, IGN, uh, NG4F, and a couple other places. Um, And we've linked through to it so you can take a closer look at the prototype uh, at IGN.com if you click on the link. Um, What are you guys' impression for the controller? I I have a very opinionated side of it, but I'd like to hear you guys' first. That's a good question. 
Um, I, let me take a step back real quick. Um, one of the coolest things that I've seen on the internet uh, was one of these Frankensteinian inventors had taken an old uh, DVD player, portable DVD player screen, and attacked and created a controller that would fit around it from an N64 hardware, and then put the N64 hardware in it to make it this giant monstrosity that you could play N64 games on, um, that kind of resembled the old Sega Game Gear. Um, this gigantic, you know monster that you can play on um that's kind of what this reminds me of except this isn't as pretty um <laughs> uh, it looks like they took pieces of a bunch of the different ideas that they were that a, a couple stoned inventors had sitting around a, 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 a idea table and just threw it into one controller um so not a big fan are you referring to uh, stoned as in like the the Babylonian stoned to death, or are you referring more to uh, chemical abuse? First one, then the other. Oh, okay. All right. Then. <laughs> um, I I like that it has the move sensor technology. Um, that's one of the things I do like. My fear is that um, all of these extra things—a touch screen, a speaker—my um, guess for the bottom unknown port is a is a headphone jack. Um, but my, my fear is that with all of these extra doodles and, you know, gizmos and stuff, that the battery life is going to be even worse. Because for me, my, my PS3 um, controllers, I've only had them for maybe eight, nine months in this cycle. And um, the battery doesn't last very long at all when you're sitting there playing. Is it sad I have like a 17-foot cable and I just keep my plugged in all the time? I, I, I've resorted to doing that. <laughs> What yeah. are you guys doing wrong? Because I don't have that problem at all. Anyway, anyway. Like, I also have like 16 controllers, so I'm maybe I, I don't notice it. I too have 16 controllers, and and it's it's just a case where I just get lazy and I don't even want to bother with it. So I just have a 17 foot long cable. Fair uh, what what Neil? What what are your impressions from it? Well, up front, you look at it, it almost looks like a a Mad Cats or really bad Pelican third brand controller i mean if you look at the way the grips are and the bulkiness of it and the what appears to be craptacular d-pad which actually is something that the whole uh dual shock and six axis line has been known for for having a really quality d-pad which is important for some things um so that kind of throws you off first it really looks like it's kind of a third party cheap knockoff almost um and having said that we do know that this is a fairly early prototype my guess is they just threw everything they were thinking about in it and just to see what worked. Um, as far as features, I think that are definitely going to make it. Uh, the concave sticks, basically that's a, a 368 X-Bot gripe from the get-go. That's going to happen. Whether you like the mushroom sticks or not, they're going to be concave sticks on the next one. That's just the way it's going to be. Um, I'm excited to see if they can make the move sensor, uh, basically the move integrated into the controller work. Uh, right now, I think if I had to guess, that's what's adding a lot of bulk to the controller right there. Um, and if it comes down to adding that bulk or having the move in the controller, I think they'll cut the move to keep the controller more sleek. That's that's my thought. I don't know that for any reason, but that, that's my thought. The port on the bottom, honestly, I think is for power. 
So you'll notice on any of the views of these we've seen, we've not seen any sort of USB plug in this. So honestly, I think that port on the bottom is a real non-issue. It's, it's going to be USB power. Um, and actually, you do see a USB plug plugged into a, a, I don't know if that's a demo model or a, a computer or what it is it's plugged into. So maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe I got to look again. Anyway, um, speaker, nah. Somebody said, hey, the Wiimote's got a speaker. Let's put a speaker on it. I doubt it's going to happen unless it's a microphone. Now, if it's a microphone, that I could see. Touchpad, I'm 50-50 on it. I, I really, you know, after playing Uncharted, yeah, it's fun to hit the touchpad to do things for a little while. But after that, you just go back to using the buttons because you don't want to have to move your hand because, again, lazy. Uh so the one thing I'm curious about is if the rear uh, shoulder buttons are still triggers, which I assume they are, and if they are, if they're still uh, curved the way they are or if they've changed those to a more of a trigger style because unlike the mushrooms, which I by and large don't have a problem with, my fingers do slip off those rear triggers more often than I'd like to admit. So uh, I wouldn't be too bad with those having more of a, a concave groove to them to keep my fingers uh, from falling off the ends of the triggers. Overall, for a prototype, I don't think it looks bad, but when it comes down to the end of the day, I think it's going to look a lot more like a DualShock than, than the picture there does. Well, I, I nailed that uh, we've gotten the, the uh, well-thought-out and, and articulated uh, opinions out of the way. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely detest this thing. I think you were spot on in saying that it looks like a crappy mad cats ripoff controller um it looks bulky it looks like they're making it bigger uh it, you know I, i'm not i have mellowed in my xbox i i did not like xbox originally um because of the failure rate which you know after seven years they managed to <laughs> to make it so that it doesn't die thus i have a 360 now and i do not like the 360 controller I get if you have giant man hands, then yes, that is an awesome controller. I do not have giant man hands, uh, so I actually enjoy the layout and feel of the DualShock. Uh, the, the mushroom sticks, you know, call me, again, old, but I grew up playing video games on the fighting scene, the fighting tournament scene. I like joysticks. And those mushroom sticks are like joysticks. They're the closest thing we've got in controller form anyways. So when you make them concave, I, I just don't feel it. You know, and it also what concerns me is it looks like they're closer to the actual controller. It looks like they're shorter. And if that's the case, that means it's going to be a lot... Yeah, I just feel that if they are shorter sticks, then it's going to be a lot harder to use them in things like fighting games, which you actually could do with the previous DualShock controllers. The other thing I want to point out is the ugly, ugly, ugliness that we have, that is that blue move sensor. Not that I really care about the aesthetic of it. Here's the whole thing. Move was stupid. Sony should have said move was stupid. They tried to copy Wii and it didn't go well for them. But what bothers me is the whole reason they released that move controller was so that it was an extension of your arm. So now we're going to be waving our our remotes around? I, I don't get it. That's what I really don't understand. Unless they've got something that's just going to blow our socks off software-wise, I don't get putting the move sensor into the actual controller. Uh, the one thing I do disagree on with, with Unio is the touchpad. 
Now, I personally think it should be a touch screen. But if they're not going to do that, I could see why they would do a touchpad specifically for what you said, Trial Access, and that is that you use yours for a media center, right? So you watch Netflix yep. and you're constantly scrolling through stuff. I can see the use for having a touchpad for being able to na- navigate through Netflix easier or use a mouse and a mouse and keyboard kind of setup. You know, that's for people that don't have a mouse and keyboard to plug into games. I can actually see a touchpad for that. Uh, I love the share concept. I, I know, Neo Sapien, you're not keen on it, but you would be surprised how when I'm bored sometimes, I will just pop on YouTube and I'll watch game videos. You know, I'll watch people play Guild Wars 2 when I'm on the road and I can't play Guild Wars 2. You know, so I, I think having the ability to share, what's better yet is that it's, collective share that you don't have to pay attention to it's if i'm playing in an online game with trial access and i accidentally do something awesome i don't have to worry about anything i can just hit that share button and pull up my last 15 minutes worth of video find that awesomeness and post it and that's something that would that that's sharing memories that's cool especially if it's a shared social interaction like that i like that a lot the speaker i think you're right on speaker is a microphone you know they're the same thing so I'm pretty sure that will go both ways. So I'm wondering if we won't see some voice control software introduced with the new PS4. And then lastly, that D-pad looks absolutely horrible. I do not like it at all. I hope that is not what it looks Bad. like. They got to go back to the other, the original style. That that's just wrong. Yeah. And then the the very last thing I'll say is the the shoulder buttons on the back. I don't care if they make them into triggers. What I do care about is if you look at the original DualShock you actually have a separate piece for the actual buttons that you're depressing. Uh, As long as they keep them to be separate moving buttons and not an all-in-one form function, does that make sense? No, you lost me, dude. Okay, so, like, you, you have actual parts that move, and what concerns me is in this prototype picture, it almost looks like there's no moving parts for the shoulder buttons. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Right, right, right. And right. I, if they do that, I think that is a huge misstep. If they keep them separate and they just look horrible, that's fine as long as they feel good. I, you know, and maybe trigger forms will help that. But, yeah, if it's all one piece of molded plastic along the top with no moving shoulder buttons, I'm going to be very upset about that. Yeah, that that would be bad. I hadn't even really looked that hard at it to notice that that could be what it was. Because like. I don't see any protrusions from separate. Do you see anything like that trial? Uh, I think I didn't even notice that before. But looking at it now, even in the the very short video, um, that's kind of what it looks like. It looks like it's one tr- it's one button that is on a pivot, which I've seen we've seen in controllers before. Yeah, which strikes me as very cheap build, cheap build feel. Not necessarily it's cheap for them to build, but cheap feel. Uh, so now, uh, go ahead. Uh, all I was gonna say is go take going back to what Neo said um, with the um, the look of it and what you had said with the look of it and the fact that it looks like a madcap. Um, with with this being a pre- preliminary um, prototype, it could very well be that they just went cheap to make sure all the buttons worked um, as an option. Um, and we'll see something that's a lot prettier, and that's my that's that's my dream. I I definitely hope so. I will be watching with the keen eyes on Wednesday as they they go through this. Yeah, what? you know, looking closer at it, I almost think that that might be right. You know what? I'm not even sure that those are actually functioning shoulder buttons. 
<laughs> they may have actually copped that just to get the other stuff working. That's <laughs> very possible. Very possible. Uh, all right. Well, I think we've we've uh, we can all agree that we've probably beaten the controller horse to death. Let's talk a, a couple more about um, some other things that are have not been brought up so far. And the biggest one for me is the purchase uh, of Sony buying Gaikai last year. Trial Access, do you know anything about this? I haven't heard that. Okay. Heard about that. So what they did is, as you may or may not know, Sony had a, a, a bear of a year last year. They, uh, they just got profitable, barely, um, and they've, they've lost a lot of money. And in the, that time of shoring up and, you know, cut, they closed uh, tons of studios. Um, they went out and purchased Gaikai, I want to say, for it was like $250 million, million. It was a pretty sizable and material expenditure on their part. Gaikai is, uh, have you heard of online? Yes. Okay. It's very similar. It's a cloud-based delivery content delivery system and storage system. And one of the things that has been bothering me for a while is um, the Vita has not been doing well. And the Vita is an amazing system. And they every time that Sony has been asked about it, they've been like, eh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, if you're a company beholden to stockholders, you can't just let something go. I have a feeling that the Vita is going to play a very large part in the PS4's life. Possibly, we might actually see the true follow-through on remote play, just like the Wii U does with its tablet, using the Vita as a second screen, if you will, if somebody's got the TV tied up. Uh, or the you know, the ability to use Gaikai to deliver content through the cloud render your games in the cloud, uh, your PS4 games in the cloud, and deliver them to the Vita. That would be so awesome. Uh, maybe I'm a little pie in the sky, but that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, I, I also wholeheartedly believe, believe that this is how they're going to accomplish backwards compatibility trial. This is how they're going to do it. They're going to stream the PS3 games that you own to your PS4. Now, how are they going to do prove you do it? I'm... Neo Sapien and I were talking about this, you know, possibilities for this. Maybe you're going to put your disc in and it's going to read the disc and then add that to your library of things you can stream. I don't know. But, you know, maybe it's a code that you have to... I don't know. I don't know. I've I've got no idea, but I truly think that there's no way that Gaikai doesn't have some kind of huge role to play in terms of of the, uh, the future of the PlayStation 4. Yeah, it could be the new PSN. It could be streaming. It could be a lot of things. And and trial. I think I cut you off there. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Um, I was just gonna say, why? Why else would they have made that that large of a profit for something like that? I I totally agree. I I hadn't even thought about that. That's really mind blowing. Well, and the the thing that really kind of boggles my mind is, you know, why would a company spend that much money when they're hurting? Unless they see this as the future. And to be honest, it has to be the new PSN because the current PSN sucks donkey balls. And, and, and can, I, can I say, as many things as the new store does right, it does five more things wrong. <laughs> I, I, I really have to wonder 
I actually like the original store the best. Well, yeah. Maybe I, not the original. Maybe it's the second I, rev, but it's one of the early revs of the store. Totally agree. I completely agree with you. You know, it's like it's like I swear sometimes that there are no people with normal common sense working at Sony. It's, no, they it's, say common sense isn't common, so... Jeez, <laughs> they need to hire somebody. Because seriously, I mean, like, I could stand up there myself, and I'm not that smart a person, but I could say, these are the things, here are the common sense things you need to do to improve the PlayStation Network, to improve your marketing. Like, I don't know, market an actual game. You know, like PlayStation All-Stars. Great game. You never saw any... No way to get the information out to the masses. Sly Cooper is another example of this. Sly Cooper Thieves in, Ki- in, in Time came out two weeks ago. I had get- no idea the day it came out. It was coming out. I, I was actually out of town. Somebody mentioned it in a in a Google text message to me, and I was like, well, what? It's, what? It came out what? <laughs> what? What good is it to to hire studios to make exclusive content and then not tell anybody that the game's coming out. What's the point of it? it it's crazy. So I, I think they really... I did see that Sony actually did fire their advertising age, their marketing. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, it's a one-part sad panda, no more, no more KB. But on the other hand... Well, you know, it just means we won't get the PS9 advertisements before the uh, PS4 or, comes out. Or the creepy baby or the black goo and... Yeah. Is it sad that I actually liked all those campaigns? I, I remember, yeah, you liked those for some reason. I, I think they were obviously feeding off of your brainwaves or something. <laughs> and, and I have to play off the pun. In, in, in our, our, our show notes, we've got listed down, how does the Vita fit into this? And actually, honestly, I had this thought right after I got my Vita. Now, granted, I'm, I'm later to the Vita. I didn't get one right out the gate. And... Basically got it about the same time that it was added to the uh, PSN or PS PlayStation Plus instant gaming collection. And I actually thought if the PS4 is nothing more than a docking station for this that gives it some more graphic output and some disk space and whatnot, I think I would be happy. That's probably not going to happen, but you know. Here's here's the thing that that keeps me up at night thinking about what they could do. If they simply said, oh, and we're announcing the PS4 today, you know, and here's a few of the games that, that is going to play, uh, that's going to be ready at launch, free to play. Oh, and by the way, we've been really quiet about the Vita and upcoming Vita plans. Um, did we mention that if you're a PS Plus subscriber for 60 bucks a year, you'll be able to play all of your PS3 games streaming directly to your Vita? Oh, gosh. Could, could I play... Borderlands 2 on my Vita that actually has two analog sticks for any longer amount of time, I'd basically be fired from my job if I had the ability to play my PS3 games from anywhere at any time on my Vita. That'd be bad. <laughs> yeah, not not good. The, the one, one major misstep that I don't think they're going to fall into, but one of the things that's been rumored out there um, for multiple next-gen systems is the aspect of having an always-on internet connection or requiring a high-speed internet connection. And 
I that was rumored with the PS3 360 generation. It's been running the circuit again this time. I I don't think it's ready. We're not there yet. We don't have the availability of broadband. We don't have reliable things. A lot of companies, including my internet company, have started re, re uh, going back to the practice of having data caps. Uh, I, I just don't think that that is a good call, and that is one major misstep that they could fall into if they go down that path. I don't think they will. I'm really hoping that somebody has some sense of sanity at Sony, but uh, that's that's one trap I'm really hoping they don't fall in. No, I'm, I'm going to chime in on this and, and say a couple things. Number one, this is more rumored for the Durango, the next Xbox, which we'll probably see the, uh, the announcement for a month after Sony, <laughs> Sony's press conference, because they're going to want to steal their thunder if this is the PS4 as quickly as they can. Um, and, and that is the, the one thing I'll say about this is that bring it on. I actually don't think it's a bad thing. I think this will be the last console cycle that we actually have uh, physical media. I do not believe that we will see any other consoles in the future that have uh, the ability to buy discs. The secondhand games market is a problem for publishers and developers, and that's the logical, easy way to get rid of it. I mean, Steam works, and that's what we're talking about is the same kind of model as Steam. Now, do I want that necessarily be forced into that choice as a consumer? No. Do I think it'll exactly it'll eventually happen? Yes, but... I, I agree with you. I don't think that Sony is going to be the one to pull the trigger on this. Might Microsoft? Possibly with their new entertainment console uh, direction that they're they're touting in their PR now. Trial Access, what do you think? Uh, to be honest, I, I don't know. Um, I've been in situations and areas before that did not have um, high internet or anything. And if they put on that requirement... I mean, just speaking from a totally selfish standpoint, there are at least four six-month periods of my life in the last 10 years that I would not have been able to play the system at all. Um, and that's that's just sad. Um, I, I agree with you, though, uh, both. I don't, think, I don't think we'll see that quite yet. At least I hope we won't see that quite yet. Um, but I definitely think that it's coming. Um, yeah. I live in a very rural area and I live in town. So I have internet that, that, that'll, that'll do, but you get outside of any of the towns and there's tons of people out in the rural area that either have satellite, which won't work or have some sort of crazy workaround thing that the power company's got out here. And that's not going to work either. It's just, it's not a viable thing for enough of the population. I don't think. You'd be cutting out too much market base. Now, if it's an option, do I think we'll see some sort of uh, aftermarket uh, used game copyright infringement prohibition kind of thing? Yeah, we'll see something. And obviously, that's going to be most easy with an always-on internet connection. But I, I don't I don't see that they can make it a requirement. I, I could also see them going the route of, of a compromise. You know, you get a code that you have to enter in and you have to be connected to the internet in order to activate the game. And then you have an offline mode after that. I mean, yeah, I, I, could I could see, see that, you know, they're, they're basically doing that with multiplayer. Now, you know, you got to put in the code so that you can play multiplayer online. Once you enter that code, you're good for the lifetime you own the game. So I, I could see things, I could see something, some kind of compromise like that. Y you're right. 
trial access, there's still some people that won't be able to do that. Um, but then again, should they be investing in a state-of-the-art gaming console if they're not going to use it the way it was intended to be used? I, I say yes, but, you know, other people may, may disagree with that, like the people who make the console. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about cost. The rumor coming Cheap. out of Famitsu um, in Japan is looking like it would translate to about $399. Is that uh, too expensive? You think it's about right for this day and age? What What do you What do you think, uh, Neo Sapien? Three fifty, I think, is the sweet spot. If they can hit three fifty, I, I think they'll have hit the right right angle. It's still going to be too expensive for some people. Um, honestly, you know, things are not not great all around for for a lot of folks. Uh, if they could hit 300, that would be amazing. But since, you know, we still have PS3 selling at that price, I think, yep. uh, that that's probably not realistic. No more than 400, no more than 399. If they go higher than that, they've, they're, they're done. They're, I mean, people will be buying used PS2s before they'll be buying a PS4 at over $400. Trial, what's your thought on it? Um, well, here's, here's my thinking. The PS Vita right now um, at the local store here is just about $300. Um, I don't see them going as cheap as that or even close to that for a brand, the brand new system. Um, partly because if they start to market both of them together, as you both have mentioned, where the Vita is going to be exponentially better with the PS4 and vice versa, I think that they're going to want to make it feasible for you to per to have both at a similar price point to what the PS3 was when it first came out, which was retarded expensive. But I could see them going back to that, to that price point for both, for both of those systems if they're meant to be worked together. Well, l let's say that if I was Sony... And I wanted to be smart, and I really wanted to to sell both PS3s and and Vitas. I'd bundle them together. Oh hell yeah! Especially if you've got that increased functionality uh, to talk between the PETA, the the PETA. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to say, I, I I have to say, this is the fault of IGN's Greg Miller, and I actually call my Vita a PETA, and it's my my Vita PETA in my pocket. Because Greg Miller used to make fun of the name of the Vita before it was launched, and he'd always call it the, the Vita Pita in my pocket. And so here around the house, when I'm talking to Lexi, we actually call it the Vita Pita in my pocket. So I'm not surprised that I actually said Pita there. That's kind of funny. Um, but, you know, if you've got that increased functionality, you've got cross-buy, you've got cross-save, you've got cross-play, you know, why not bundle them together and sell them, you know, at that $600 price point? you're going to save a hundred bucks on your, you know, PS4 in that point, or, you know, pick and choose however you want, bundle a couple games in with it. And I think you've got a winner, uh, you know, but bundle, we'll, we'll plus. bundle three yeah. months of plus. Yeah. Three. Well, look at that. You've got an instant game collection for both platforms. You've got uh, the ability to stream all this stuff. I mean, that would be in and of itself enough to bury Microsoft this generation. And if they get it out the door first, if they get it out the door with a three-month lead on Microsoft products, they actually have a good bolt out of the gate towards financial prosperity. That's my thought on it. Word. To your mom. 
trial. Any, any thoughts about that? Do you care? Are you looking to buy a, a Vita? Are you thinking about buying a Vita? So originally I wasn't. Um, I, I had I have a PSP and it, it does the job for me. Um, my brother-in-law uh, came to visit us just a couple weeks ago and brought his Vita with him and I fell in love. So I will probably be getting one here in the near future because it's it's amazing. It's essentially a mini PS3. It's yeah. I, it, it blows my freaking mind. It's the best handheld ever made and will be the last handheld ever made. I, I actually disagree with that. You think Nintendo will do another iteration? I, th- I think that, that we will see um, when we see the the uh, apex point for gaming systems, as you just mentioned, where everything will go to like essentially pulling games from the cloud. I think we will still have um, a, a handheld that is mo- fake focused mainly on games. However, with things, everything going the way of phones, I it, it, the future handheld gaming system will probably also be a phone and a robot. I have to say, and trial can probably attest to this too, but if phones aren't there yet and phones may someday get there, they they might, they're not there yet. If I had to go traveling with my kids for long term without some sort of DS PSP type item, I think I would probably drive off the road intentionally. Um, I, I just, I, there has to be that long lasting battery life variable thing. If it's got physical media, all the better because it just, I don't know, maybe that's just my mind. I guess it wouldn't have to be, but, uh, or at least like the, the Vita and the PSP where you can load the games onto the memory card. Uh, I just, I can't, I, I have to see there's probably more longevity to handhelds than there is to consoles. Amen. Well, there is, assuming you actually put out games for it, and that's that's where I'm I'm concerned with the Vita because you know, d- you know, Neo Sapien, you own one. Yeah. Can you name a game other than uh, uh well, I can't even remember the one I'm trying to remember. Can you name a game that's coming out for the Vita? Can I name a game that's coming out for the Vita? Uh, unfortunately, well, uh, we still got Ratchet and Clank Full Frontal Assault that's still coming sometime, somewhere. Uh-huh. But, uh-huh. Sure uh, it is. Yeah, uh, that's what they say. The, I guess, no, the last one I knew that was coming out was uh, the, the tie-in for Sly Cooper. See, and I, and I know there there's the one coming from Japan that's like something soul. Uh, it's like Dragon's Soul or Dragon's Karma or something. I can't remember. It's It's, you know... It looks like it's going to be a great game, but then beyond that, there's silence. And yeah. if, you know, that concerns me as an owner of the system, I love this system, but there's nothing on the horizon. So that tells me that either Sony has completely dropped the ball with third parties or that they have something up their sleeve. And I really hope it's that they have something up their sleeve. I'm, I'm hoping for B on that one, yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's get to predictions. Uh, let's, uh, take a moment and actually say what we think each of us thinks will go on record and we'll, we'll do a comparison after, uh, the announcement after the show and, and see where we stack up with our predictions. Uh, Neo Sapien, why don't, why don't we start with you? All right. Uh, well, I definitely think we're going to see the system. We're going to see some peripherals. Uh, we're going to see a huge focus on online presence. We're going to see a huge focus on game sharing and friends and 
trophies, uh, maybe the next iteration of home. I don't personally use home, but the people that are on it are just psychotic about it. I mean, it is insane. Uh, we'll probably see some, some level of that. So huge on the online, uh, PS3 has gotten huge kudos for its Netflix app, its Hulu app, its Crunchyroll app. We're going to see a bunch of that kind of stuff. I think we're going to see no more than three titles. I think we'll see one to three titles shown for it. Uh, I believe, I, I don't know whether or not there's anything to it, but I choose to believe we'll see that huge uh, Vita interaction. And I got to say, it's got to be a, a 350 to 399 price point. And we're going to see a controller that doesn't look like a Mad Cat's cheap knockoff. Right, it'll look like a boomerang. Touche, <laughs> ah, touche. <laughs> And I keep trying to figure out which one would be worse. And it just, you know, I, I don't know. I, I never actually got to hold the boomerang controller. So. Well, thank goodness for that. Probably would have um, thrown it. To, trial, do you want to take a stab at predictions? Um, sure. Uh, so... Reading through the specs and some of the articles, um, it reminds me of a system that we saw a little bit ago. Um, maybe the specs are a little bit better, um, but talking about the auto recording of the last 15 minutes of play, um, the first thing that the first program or game that I saw that capability goes back to maybe Unreal Tournament, which was FPS. And a lot of FPS type style play has that auto recording the last 15 minutes so that you can play by playback, really good kills, and that kind of stuff. Um, until this point, I've seen that mostly in X. Xbox systems, which we know have a normal goal focus group of, say, frat boys. Um, it's not the Xbox isn't really a family system as much as, say, the Wii or even the PS3 at this point. So I would say um, I would expect uh, some of the 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 PS3 exclusives, other than the normal things like um, Infamous and Sly Cooper that, and those kinds of named commodities i would i would expect to see more fps style gaming in the future um i would say more um sports style games but those types of sports games already have the auto recording feature and that's just based on that one thing with the share and push to social sites um other than that i i totally expect there to be just like just like neo i expect there to be no more than three titles when we saw the ps3 come out the psp come out um that we only got a really quick view um flashes even of video games that were going to be available um but they were really awesome titles um i expect there to be a, a huge amount of online support because as you mentioned as both of you mentioned earlier that's the direction we're going is online and i expect there to be a lot of incorporations with the vita um which i hadn't thought about until you guys had mentioned it in this podcast but it makes a lot of sense both financially and logically um so that's that's what i expect to hear hear back from this week so i'm really interested to see what what turns out and, and can, what can, I make one, can i make one addition to my predictions go ahead infamous three will be one of the three games shown primarily because they farmed out sly mm-hmm. Ooh, good call uh, what, what it might do you, even what, be a bundled release title that would be awesome what what are you predicting for price trial access my guess is um, three fifty to three ninety nine because I seriously think that they're going to bundle a, a Vita system with a PS three system, and they. I, my guess is that it's going to be about the same price point as the PS three when it first came out. Otherwise, why would the assessed price point for the PS four be so low? That's, well, that's my thought. 
I'm 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 going to make two predictions. I'm going to tell you what I want to see, and what rather, and then I'm going to make uh, 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 what I think they will do, if that makes sense. So what I want to see from them is I want to see that increased, you know, connectivity between the Vita and the PS4. Uh, I I think one of the things that everybody has got wrong, and this is my actual prediction for this, is they're going to show a ton of games. I'm predicting the following. I'm going on record for this. We're going to see Little Big Planet 3. We're going to see Killzone 4. We're going to see Square Enix announce uh, Final Fantasy Versus 13. We're going to see The Last Guardian. It hasn't been actually canceled or scrapped. It's been uh, started to move over to the PS4 for the last year, and that's why we haven't heard anything about it. We're going to see... couple other direct stu- first party uh, studio titles um, I would love to see infamous 3 I really think that is something that we will see as well I agree with you neo sapien on that um, I-, I think the price point I would love to see the price point be 350 but I actually predict that it is going to be 399 and even at 399 they're going to be losing money they're going to be in the red for every unit produced so I believe they can't offer it at any lower than $399 currently. Um, so that's that's where pretty much what I think most of that is. I, I think that if they're smart, they're going to say, yes, it absolutely does Hulu, it absolutely does Netflix, it absolutely does Crunchyroll, it absolutely does Vudu. We've already got those folks on board. Those apps are in the already in the production pipeline and will be ready to go day one. And did we mention that you're going to have a single experience for shopping through Sony Music, Sony Movies, and for Sony Games. It's going to be a full, they're going to position it as not only is this truly the hub of your home, but we specialize in games. And games are what it's all about, and we're truly the, the hardcore gaming platform. I wouldn't say hardcore, but we're about games. Trial access, what's interesting to me is your take on it, how it sounds like you're actually expecting them to dumb it down uh, to compete with Microsoft's uh, king of the bra entertainment consoles. <laughs> I don't think that they're going to be dumbing the system down, but I think they're... It, it, they're going to appeal to a wider market. They're, they're going to appeal to a wider market because, I mean, right now it's it's marketed even in the commercials, the few very, very, very few commercials you see online or on TV. Um, it's it's set as an entertainment system, like you as a media center, and you can run different things through it, and also you can run games through it. And so it's interesting to me that the talk of the 720 or whatever the revolution or whatever it's called, the talk is that it's going to be an entertainment system instead of just a gaming system and now the ps3 is talking the way that that some of the stuff is talking about and some of the forums out there you know thinking is that it's going to be pointed more towards a um i don't know more towards the areas that it wasn't pointed out before speaking like the 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 frat guy sports types and um fps and a lot of things like that so well i think it'll be an interesting thing to see and we'll uh we'll have a podcast up uh, after the announcement uh, and, and conference to uh, get everybody's opinions and thoughts and uh, see how well we did on our predictions. Uh, any plug plugs or uh, shout-outs uh, anybody has before we 
uh, wrap up the show. Um, I, if you've got Twitter or you want people to be able to follow you on any kind of social media, which is your favorite Neo Sapien, I know. Um, you know, anything along those lines? Uh, you, if you're on PS3 and you want to shoot me a friend request, uh, Neo Sapien. Uh, other than that, I, I don't really have anything set up. If I get some stuff set up and start doing things, I'll 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 get the word out there. All right, trial access. Um, nothing much. Uh, if you're on DCO, um, I'm trial access on uh on the PSN. So if you like playing DCO, hit me up. All right, and I'm uh, Balth on Twitter, B A L T H, uh, ninety nine on Twitter. Uh, and I'm also Balth on the PSN and be happy to uh, play something with any of you. And if you've got questions, you can write in to uh, gamersledge at gmail.com and we'll uh, read uh, questions and help you be part of the show as well. Uh, other than that, until next time, guys, game on! Woohoo!